yeah, far from professional here. Um, yeah, what's going on? What for top podcast? Paolo, Donny, we let the guests introduce themselves though. Oh, I've got to do my own instructions. Yeah, yeah, you've got to do your own instructions. Okay, my name's Clara. I am an astronaut and neuroscientist. Wow. <laughs> wow, okay, say no more. No, I'm a, a BBC radio presenter and content creator and self-love and confidence coach. Lovely, lovely, yeah. lovely, lovely. Yeah, back again. Haven't been back for a while, um, but we don't we don't notify people now when we're putting stuff. Like, we notify people when we're putting stuff out, but you know, like, before I used to worry, like, Oh, we haven't put something up for like two weeks. Nine times out of ten, we normally do stuff sort of every week, and yeah. sometimes it's on odd occasion, fortnight, because of just how just busy. Keep them waiting. Yeah, that's it, isn't yeah, it? Keep it. them in suspense. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no. It, uh, thank you for obviously coming down Sorry. as well, because uh, yeah, I I'll be honest with you. When we sent the message, I I wasn't expecting a response for about at least you know like just yeah, months. It could have been months or like tricky done one year. Okay, um, wow, a year. Yeah. yeah. Now, Tricky's fault. Tricky forgot. So we messaged him last year <laughs> in right. March. Yeah. And then on the day we was meant to do it, he rang me and he said, I've got a meeting. Right. Can you can you move it to like one o'clock and I can come? And we couldn't because obviously we've got the studio mm. time. And it just never happened for a year afterwards. And, but I know he went through some stuff even that year. Then vet, finally, even when we got him on the second time, he literally rang us on the day and he's like, I'm driving there now. So we didn't even know he was coming till. Wow. Random, yeah. Random. Okay. So he didn't even confirm with you. <laughs> just you know, with my date, he probably replied within like five seconds. Is so it? Just, wow. Yeah. 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 We we can talk about that, I suppose. But he um yeah he thought that date went well that you yeah. done with him. So I mean, it was all right. Yeah. 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 It just was all right. He's good, a good, good he's chat. A nice guy. Yeah. He's got good good banter. Wow. Probably a bit too much talking about masturbation for me, but I wow. did bring it up. Oh, you brought it up? Yeah, but I, I'd heard him talk about it in a podcast, and I was like, he can't actually be serious about this. So, so and he was just like, yeah. And I'm like, I don't think that's a good habit to have. No. Two times a day masturbation. I think there's better things to do with your time. <laughs> going to be honest. But that's just me. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, I suppose so. But do, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I mean, if you're not busy, like he obviously isn't busy, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> He's got time. To try to <laughs> Tricky, you need to get busier. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> wow. No. Get another job, bro. Oh, oh wow. my god. Wow. <laughs> Big up, Tricky. I didn't even see that bit as well. Oh, no. like, I, I was watching <laughs> in and outs of it, and then yeah, I didn't even see that bit. You didn't even see me asking that question. I'm going back. It's a real good first date question. That one. I ask yeah. it now on all first dates. Really? No. First question: you're, How much you masturbate? Yeah. Wow. Nah, nah. No, I don't ask that. That yeah, that question. It was bit. just for him because he's obviously admitted it in another podcast. So yeah, I was like, so he's yeah. obviously what's, cool talking about it. What's the weirdest question you've been asked on a date? I don't know if I've been asked anything particularly weird on a date. To be fair, I think like I prefer people to ask a lot of questions and yeah. be interested mm. rather than just talk about themselves. That's weird. But you do. Because you do a lot of interviews mm. and obviously you create a lot of content. Yeah. So do you find that environment easy because what? of what you do? I think so, yeah. yeah. Like I think it's not it's not too tough for me because the questions are just there anyway. So I find it... I, I mean, I get like a little bit nervous if I'm going on a date with somebody. You get nervous? Yeah, of course. Especially if I like them, I feel a little bit nervous. Okay, okay, okay. okay. But then I'm quite good. Like the way that I ride out nerves is by talking. Yeah. Yeah. 
So would you, would what, you any, oh, go, 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 go. You want to talk about anything or just anything in particular? Yeah, I mean, I could talk for hours and hours. Same. So, yeah, I mean, I, I used to be really shy, like painfully shy. So when I was in my like late teens and early 20s, mm. I was really shy. And it's only because I discovered to present him by mistake that I started to overcome my shyness. What do you mean by mistake? So I, at the time, when I, I didn't know what I wanted to do, I like for a while I wanted to be a glamour model. That lasted for about two months and I was like, nah, I don't like this. Um, and this, that was at a time when obviously that was like the cool thing and there was like zoo and nuts and I thought that's what, you know, as a woman that would be like yeah. great to do that. Oh, I forgot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't you pretend you forgot no, that. I, forgot, I swear, <laughs> I swear, <laughs> I swear. I, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot that. So yeah, that. But, but yeah, that didn't last for very long at all. Um, and so I didn't know what I was going to do. And my, like the boyfriend that I had at the time, he had a mate who worked for like a sky channel that did the horrible interactive gaming shows that all got like fined loads of money if you remember there was like a massive story about them where they were just ripping people off basically that's where i got my first presenting gig because i went to a party with her i'd had a few wines so i was quite talkative that was the only time i would be talkative is that how you done it yeah and i met a guy at the party who had a channel who was starting his own show and he met me and i was like yeah i can do that i'll be great here and he was like yeah you'll probably be good i went to do a screen test if that tape because it's when it was on tape still exists yeah. it needs to be burnt it was the most horrific experience for my whole entire life because I felt so uncomfortable. Like when I, the day after the party, I woke up and I had this guy's business card. Yeah. And I used to struggle to make phone calls. Like that's how shy I was really? because I just felt so uncomfortable. Like uh, uh, yeah. I didn't know what to say. Yeah. And my ex-boyfriend was like, you need to do it because you know, you're, this could be the thing. So you yeah, need yeah, to try yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. I, like I drank before I went to the screen test. Like I went in there. It was brutal. It was, was awful. I wasn't really drunk. No, I'd had no, like a couple of drinks, like, just, just a bit just of Dutch courage, yeah. which is not probably the greatest thing to do. But yeah. at that time, that's where I was. Mm. And I was shit. And the um, producer of the show is like, no, we can't use her. But the guy that owned the channel was like, give her a glass of wine. She'll be fine. So I got like a, basically a trial kind of like shift. And the, the day that I was on air, with a co-presenter was the day they got the highest interactions and ratings. So then that was it. Sick. I had a job as a presenter, that and it, and do you know what though? I learned this this the to the title of this podcast is quite good because I learned to waffle because we'd have like sometimes I'd be left on air for like two or three hours mm. with nothing to talk about. So yeah. I just have to. Like improvise talk. and just talk about anything was yeah. that was that because they were testing you more than no because it was the horrible tv show where it's like call in to win whatever and the answer was so obvious and people would be calling then like the the companies were taking the money and then not letting people through to win that is mental oh my god yeah <sighs> so i didn't stay there for long then oh, i got okay. a job for sky yeah oh okay. wow working for their gaming channel which was legit okay yeah, so cool, yeah cool. Wow, mm. so you're so so you're you're um going into media because that kind of leads on to what I was actually media. Obviously, I always thought you'd have to enter enter it by doing education degrees, all that sort of thing, because that's how a lot of it is now. Yeah, I don't know. I just think I didn't do. I didn't even finish college. I'm gonna be honest. I was like, my mum died when I was a kid, and my life after that was very kind of like chaotic and crazy. And I think as lovely as my dad is and he's a great dad in many ways but he was just like if you want to go to school go to school if you don't want to go to school don't go to school like education doesn't matter and I think it's because my mum was a teacher uh, but I think once she died he kind of he felt like life you know life doesn't always go to plan and whatever do whatever you want mm -hmm. but when you're a kid you kind of need like boundaries and you need someone who actually encourages you yeah, and asks 100%. you what do you want to do yeah. so I didn't really have any direction so I was just kind of floating around 
Um, I quit college at 17 to become a show jumper. (laughs) 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 I did that for a little while. Show jumper? Yeah, so I used to, I rode horses from when I was six, so then I did that for a while. And then um, I discovered the presenting thing and I was Mm. just like, I really enjoy it. Like I enjoy this because something happened when I was on camera and where I was so shy normally, it was like when I stepped on camera, I could be someone else and that felt really good. Where I was like so uh, self-conscious and uncomfortable off camera, mm-hmm. to be allowed to have that freedom was like amazing. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's how it all started. That's mental. Yeah. Oh my days. But even like people, cause I, then I started working for Grime Daily. Yeah. So I was interviewing everyone, and I think at that time, like the reason that my interviews did as well as they did is because I was kind of a bit awkward, but and people would be like, "She's really witty," and I suppose you know, not to blow my own trumpet, I probably am, but also a lot of it was just I would just say what was in my head, and it came out the way it came out, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it just worked, and so and and I think at that time a lot of artist interviews were more kind of like focused on music and what you're doing next and i would just throw wild things at people and so i think that you know that kind of like but but what i will say is that i was fine when i was on camera with people when i was off camera really awkward really struggled to even have conversations with people still so what like what started to happen when i was doing heart to heart and i remember this i filmed 17 episodes of heart to heart without releasing one and i didn't tell any of the artists who did it like what it was going to be so mm. no one knew what they were coming to it, they just trusted me and showed up at the studio and it was jump off the studio that jump off had at the time and um we th- like I, I would literally just press go on the camera and then just film like these crazy interviews and then i i was editing all of them myself so i've been taught how to edit on final cut pro and i was like right 17 episodes let's go um so i was like learning how to edit and one of the guys that works at jump off who is a really great guy, he just kind of pulled me to the side one day and he's like, look, you know, I just, um, there's something that I need to tell you. And I was like, what? And he's just like, oh, I just want you to know that a lot of kind of industry people come to me and say that they find you really cold and rude. And honestly, and he didn't do it, he did it from a place of like, you know, I care about you, you need Mm. to know this. Um, But I was heartbroken. And when I left that day, I went home and I didn't get out of bed for three days. I was just crying. I was like, that's that is my worst fear is that people don't like me and it's been confirmed to me is that still the case now no i mean it's i i think at that point so my sister also died and my sister died when i was 28 so around kind of around that time i'd lost my sister like i think just before that had happened and um when she died was when i kind of made a pact with myself that i was going to change my life and i needed you when you lost your mom uh nine yeah um, and my sister, Sorry, my sister got breast cancer when I was 22, and then she died when I was 28. So yeah. Oh my yes. god! I think I've re- I, re- I did read yeah. that the other day. Too. Yeah. 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 Read really read something that. on that, and it yeah. so that was a big turning point for me. And I was like, right, how am I going to do this? How am I going to learn to yeah. get confident and to get comfortable? Because, you know, like as I said, I'm a personal development and um and self love coach, uh, confidence and self love coach. I don't know what I am anymore. Um, but what I learned about subconscious beliefs and programs and how powerful they are. So I had this real belief that no one likes me and yeah. it wasn't when we have a belief, it becomes our truth. So it's not like I'm conscious. It's a belief. I just think that no, I, I honestly go into the world, like looking at the world as if no one likes me. Right. Yeah. Mm. And it wasn't until I realized that actually that's just a belief. It's not a truth. But, but what it meant is that that's how, that's what affected how I act 
was acting towards people because I'd already mm. decided they didn't like me. So I'm like, I can't be nice to them because they don't like me. Yeah. They're going to reject me. I'm just yeah, going to yeah, stand yeah. here. And they've seen me on camera being yeah. really like confident and cool. Then they meet me and I'm just standing there yeah. and they just think I'm stush and rude and cold. So it's easy to see how that but happens. Then, but then I feel, I feel like as well, part of that, obviously, I know you said like it affected you badly, but yeah. th that was kind of leading on to something else that I had written down. And um, it was like, when you do what you do, obviously you will get recognized in places you mm. must get recognized mm -hmm. from what you radio to obviously the platforms that you've worked on yeah. so at the same time where like i appreciate people may feel that way do you not feel like say you're having a bad day for example yeah. you're not always the person you are on camera you can't be mate i'm never the person i am on no, camera but that's what i'm saying you can't <laughs> no, no, but you, <laughs> no but you can't be you can't be no but you know what it's not that it's that i was closed Whereas now, I think, like, if people know me as a friend, mm. they'll know that there is a part of me that's, like, kind of the person that's on camera or on mic. But there's also, like, other sides to me, right? And there's some sides. And, and I remember someone saying this to me because I'm like, look, when after my sister died and lots of different stuff happened, I had my boobs removed and reconstructed because I have the same gene mutation that my sister had. Really? So I had, like, an 85% life chance of getting breast cancer. Jesus. So when I had that done... I was just like, I'm not, I'm not going to be ashamed anymore. Like there's loads of times in my life, like that I've been sh ashamed as a woman about, you know, like the amount of people I've slept with or like the, my age or like all of these things that induce so much shame. And I was just like, I'm not, I don't want to live like that anymore. Cause it's crippling. Yeah. Like when you feel like shame like that. So I think, yeah, I just wanted to, to always try and be myself. But someone always said to me, just make sure you hold a little bit back. And I feel like, yeah, that obviously that happens there's part of you that's kind of different but if people come and speak to me as long as they're friendly mm. i'm always friendly because i find yeah, it yeah, like yeah. It, i find it uh, it makes me happy i hear what, no, i get what you're saying but I the fact we're having this conversation i was sat here with you guys for like 45 minutes before we started the podcast did you think that i was being cold and rude no, <laughs> no I, feel, I mean yeah that's comfortable but to me you're coming you're showing love regardless but like, i just feel you're comfortable i did you tell you off for making me cold though no, nah, well, that, that's <laughs> a little bit. That, what? Yeah, let's not get into that. Anyway, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, uh, so uh, all the interviews you've done, yeah, which, yeah. Is the, which is the easiest interview you've done with anyone? Or the hardest? I don't know if there is an easiest interview that I've done. Or I mean, the like, awkwardest. The, the weirdest, awkwardest. Can you say? Oh, um, oh yeah, I can yeah. say. There's a heart to heart with DVS was the weirdest and awkwardest. DVS. Which, oh. which as we know now, is he's in jail. He's yeah. serving a long sentence. For, and yeah. For, for, I, well, I don't even I don't want to say exactly what it is because I don't know exactly what it is. I mean, I know what it is for, but I don't know what the exact terminology is. So I don't want to get it wrong. No. But when we did the heart to heart, it was very awkward and weird. Why? Just because I feel like he was he awkward with you. Yeah, and and I do you know what it is? I think like it was just because it was outside of his comfort zone and he wasn't in control of it, and so I think that made him feel really awkward, which it did for a lot of people. I mean, I was asking a lot of people they showed up they didn't know what was going to happen we were sitting cross-legged like sometimes i had to have my legs like over because to get close enough to put your hand on someone's heart as well there was like incense there was this like yoga music playing in the background and they didn't know what i was going to ask them either and they then i'm like put, putting their hand on my chest and so like i knew that it would make people feel like uncomfortable and that was the whole point it's like not in a horrible way yeah, but yeah. just because i thought that would be funny and the reason that I started doing Heart to Heart is because when I was doing stuff for Grime Daily, regardless of what I wore, regardless of what I said, the comment section was just full of comments on so my body. So how did you deal with that? 
what the comment section yeah because no no that that is a whole like so yeah the comment section is a very good point because you say like it was about your body yeah yeah but like for you like i i say this all the time here yeah, like you know you see like all these meme pages like for example yeah mm. and like news will get put up and it will comment on it and it, it some of the comments are nuts but i mean like with you because you've got a following yeah even like a photo say you put a photo up of i know you put a lot of photos up of your well stories up of your uh i don't know if it's your niece or nephew my niece yeah your niece so like say example you put a picture up with you and your niece yeah there's it unfortunately the world that we live in there's always going to be negative comments even at a photo of you holding your yeah. niece and yeah, it's like yeah, it's how do you deal with that because yeah, if you put a personal photo up to yourself as someone in the comments you know like and we can swear on this mm. like but probably say worse things but like i don't know just writes cunt like yeah. do you know what i mean it's like you're like, like yeah i've put a photo you, of me yeah, yeah, yeah. and like this is my whole family like what, what yeah, you're trying to I th- me in a family. do you know what the, i i think that but in the day back when i was doing stuff it used to really bother me i'll be honest and but the thing with when i was doing the like grime daily stuff all of the comments would be about my body and i was just like and, and we live in a world where women are sexually objectified. Like, that's mm-hmm. just a fact of life. We can't deny that. And I just thought, I, I'm just going to objectify myself then. I'm going to use this thing that people are so obsessed with and make something with it. Like, why not? What What is a boob, actually? Oh, it's skin, it's fat, and it's milk ducts. Like, it's part of a human body. The fact that we attach so much meaning to it comes from programming. And the reason that we know that is because we can go to other places in the world where women are topless all the time and men aren't walking around like, oh my God. like Because they don't have that, they have a different conditioning, right? Mm-hmm. And I just got sick of that, of kind of like, feeling like do i or should i cover up my am i not so and then i just thought no i'm not gonna fuck it like i'm not gonna live i'm gonna do what mm. i want to do mm. and uh, if people want to talk about my boobs cool let's do something that involves my boobs fine let's do this but is that is that, is that an argument where like for example because if you was to put a photo up on instagram of you just just like bare here mm. just it would get taken off it would get, get taken removed. off because my nipples although i might be able to argue it because i've had a mastectomy and apparently if you have mastectomy scars you're allowed to show your boobs but because I've had a reconstruction, I don't know if I would get away with it. But, you know, technically they say uh, you can do it if you can show mastectomy scars. So maybe I could get away with it. But, yeah, I mean, that to me is is crazy. Because a, m- a man can go on there and show yeah. his nipples. Yeah. 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 And it's like, it's the same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Well, it's not, no. though. And that's th- this is the problem. It's like, so I commented un- <laughs> recently, I commented under a Dapper Laughs post. And I learned what it's like to be abused online like properly abused online so he'd posted like this um clip of a girl um and she was standing you know like how uh on the jubilee line you've got like the glass screens and then the tube on the other yeah, side right yeah. so she was standing at the glass screens there was two lads sitting I in the tube yeah, and yeah, she yeah. like flashed her boobs at them as the tube left yeah. and then he posted saying you know he he used the video clipped the front bit and then at the end of it he was like god you know like the double standards are crazy like imagine if i was standing there and i got my knob out and it's just like, it's not the same. Like that's just not the same. No, at that's all. different. That's I different. That's definitely different, different because different. because you're not saying like let, to be bluntly, you're gonna get your vagina out on the train. Exactly. So like, that's what I said. That yeah. would be the comparison, yeah. right? It would be for me yeah, to get yeah, my fanny yeah. out and be yeah. like, way. And and also I think that you know when we look at, we do have to also look at the fact that you know if we look at kind of violence committed against women and especially like sexual abuse against women, which mm-hmm. so many people have experienced it is perpetrated like 
predominantly by men and violence against men is by men and sexual violence against men is by men you know what though you don't realize i swear to you you don't until unless you've got like a sister yeah or like for me my girlfriend i've been with her for four years yeah and every time she'll go out Mm. to like central or all that i can't lie to you like i'm sitting and think the first thing i ask her is how she's going to get home i'm not saying she can't make her own way home but like you worry straight away like Mm. you're going to be on the train drunk with this sitting there like with a laptop like because she works in central london yeah and um i just think that's the thing i worried about and it's like if my mum went on the train mm-hmm. i'd worry about the same thing mm-hmm. you know you think the worst before it's even happened yeah right. you shouldn't but, but as but as a woman that's how we live our lives yeah. so it's not every time we leave the house or every time we have to go somewhere and it's dark mm. that's how you live your life like you have to and or every time you're walking down the road and there's a man walking behind you you know, and every time you get off the train, you've got your headphones on, you have to take one headphone out to you make sure you can even hear, enjoy, yeah. or you have your keys behind yeah, your thing, b- between your fingers. You have to be vigilant all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like I, like, I started speaking to my friends, like, openly about kind of, like, sexual abuse, harassment, rape, and I could only find one of my friends that hasn't experienced something. So I, out of all of us, that's one person. I saw someone on the other day, um, and I, again, I've known, I knew this guy from when I was younger, but he obviously grew up. I still get him on like Facebook. I don't don't use it. But you know that grandpa pl- platform. Yeah. Yeah. But I was on it the other day because one of my family members. That's all you use it for now, isn't it? It's family. What Facebook? Yeah, family. That's it. When like my is auntie might Facebook call me, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, yeah. just ring me just properly. You have minutes. But anyway, so I'm looking on it, and one guy that I know from young, he said he got married last year yeah. during COVID, um, and I didn't realize this year, but he shared a post. And his wife had just won a court case because she was abused when she was younger. Yeah. The guy that abused her only just got sentenced now. Mm. And I believe she was, she's, she might, she's late 20s. So she, he only, she only got, the case only went to court a couple of months ago. Mm. But if you look at the prosecution rates, mm. it's so low that, like, for me, I've been raped. And, uh, but I would never have gone to the police. Swear down. I would never have gone to the police. Because it's, it's pointless. Can, like, no, no, it's that's good that you openly say it. Yeah. But it's, that's, that's, that's not easy for yeah, a woman to say. Amazing. Just how you said it on camera. like. But do you know why? And I've never said it on camera before. Oh, wow. But there are there are certain times in your life where you you have to address things. So even though it happened to me a long time ago. Still uh, like a long time ago. It's not that. I just, at the time, I was just like, okay, I'm safe. It's done. Like, cool. Let's keep it moving. And just to like give you a bit of context it was date rape and it was by someone that i knew so um that's the that that's the context and i felt bad like i felt like it's my fault because i put myself in that situation you behave for some you know oh. but because that's the, look as a woman you were wearing the wrong thing you're in the wrong place no. you went this is no, but this is the messaging i know what you're saying yeah, yeah that, that's yeah. the messaging that you're getting all the time the emphasis is on you as a woman to not get raped not on men to not rape you like yeah. that's crazy that's, nuts, that's yeah. absolutely crazy you shouldn't be wearing this and yeah like, that, that, like you say like it's different context but where where a man can wear whatever he wants yeah, when he goes out yeah, he doesn't yeah. have to worry of being you know, oh, well, I'm not saying that men don't, but I mean, like, as in majority of it is women. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, you're not, you're not wrong. But it's mad though, because I feel like when it comes to like women dressing up in a certain way, yeah, people complain about it. So it's like, but if, they're if you're showing, if yeah. you're showing breasts and your legs and all that, whatever, it's like, I don't know. They feel some people will comment and say that's too much. He's wearing 
like less clothes is too much. That's that's why this happened. But you can't say that. Why should that make any like saying. really? Why should it make any difference? Are people mean, animals yeah. and they cannot control themselves? Saying, like you, you can wear what you want, but but we also you, know. you, you also have to look at because you know sexism is a huge huge issue and it runs so like so incredibly deep. It's a, a systemic issue and you know when it comes to stuff like that you have to look at like even as women mm. our conditioning from a young age is that our most valuable asset is our appearance mm. like we're taught that that's why i believe that i was bulimic i had a boob job at 20 like i honestly i wanted to do glamour modeling i thought that was the most important thing about me like that was it and that's how i was going to secure love when you look at the messaging that women get from a young age and then the messaging that boys get from a young age it's really toxic like it's super it's super super toxic and until we as individuals like choose to kind of actually look at ourselves and start asking questions and get really introspective about what we believe because it is only programming it's not who i am it's yeah, not yeah, a yeah, reality yeah. it's just your programming so you can change it but also it's about other people holding people accountable like you know people will say sexist jokes or they'll say and if you just kind of laugh it off for you it might be like oh yeah because it's funny but for the person saying it in their head it, it could have more meaning than mm. that and by you laughing they're like shit yeah it's okay for me to have these beliefs so i feel like it's about and it's about all of us holding people accountable i've I, mm. I i've i know of somebody like close to me um who went through an experience not necessarily rape but they were mugged by uh, two men but this obviously this is like um she's a bit older mm. um and I'll tell you who it is afterwards because I, I haven't spoke to her, so I'm yeah, not sure no, if she'd fine. want yeah, me to. So she was mugged in like near Wembley, and uh, but she felt helpless. Like so, they they it was it, I was a kid in it, so mm. like she was. I remember hearing about it, and my mum telling me the story about it, and she was like, "Oh yeah, um, basically she got mugged on an underpass, and like, but where she was helpless as a woman, mm. she just kind of like was just like froze. Yeah, she was like that." And not saying they didn't. They were only there to take whatever she had. They weren't looking mm -hmm. to. But it's mad though. She doesn't know that though. She's she like, felt empowered. Right. Like yeah. you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. Yeah, you don't, like, know. You don't I've know. I've also been mugged as well. I'm Have taking you? all the boxes. Yeah. Um, when I when I lived in East. Well, I still live in East wrong? now, but when I lived in Leighton, yeah, yeah. See, um, that's one thing though. I'll be honest with you. You don't hear too too much about. Yeah. Is girls getting robbed. Um, because yeah, you just don't. No, I don't anyway. Yeah. So yeah. That definitely, yeah, that happened as well. So I'm ticking a few of the boxes, <laughs> things that have happened to me. But again, like, police don't do anything. And, and I just feel like it's, you know, maybe there's not much they can do. I don't know. But th that's the problem, isn't it? It's like, it's, it's, what's the point? And even like with the whole kind of like rape thing, what's the point of reporting it? You're going to have to go through it over and over again. And the chances of anybody getting convicted The only so way to slim. get convicted is, um, is, is with the DNAs and stuff. And it's the yeah. only way they can trace it. Yeah. But even then they could say it's consensual. Like how it's word against what, like how are you proving? There's, it's the hardest that's, crime yeah, to hard. prosecute. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. Mental. And then there's also like a lot of cases where, um, I think where I think what doesn't help a, a woman's case yeah. is where the small majority that it hasn't happened to, and then that undermines somebody who's actually been raped. Yeah. When they haven't. But been I mean, raped. that's a really tiny majority. No, no, no. But I know, but that tiny majority undermines say cases of people that have been raped. Yeah. Massively. Well, it also it's a tiny I think majority, but th the message the message is essentially like I'm not going to be believed, and I think like when the yeah. message is I'm not going to be believed, what's the point? Because that's going to hurt more. Like to sit through 
you know, having to relive it and relive it and relive it. And, and also to, no, to I know exactly what that person was going to say. Like, I know what they would have said. And it's just like, it's it's their word against mine. And and I think like for a long time, I didn't know how to stand up for myself. And it's only now that I'm learning. Did, like, you, did you ever, do you mind me saying, I'll cut this out if you don't want no, to be on, but did you ever take it further? No. No. No, never. Why? 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 Because like, there's no point. No, no, like, no, no, what yeah. was the point? Like, what was going to be the point? That's that said. You know? Is that somebody that is still you see or not? No. 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 Did you let anyone, family members know or your friends know? My fr my friend, yeah, some of my friends at and the time know. knew, and but then more they, of them know now. But did they, did your friends tell you to go to the police? No, because there's no like honestly. By the time I'd kind of like, when you when you've been like date raped as well, and you've had those drugs, and you're, like your everything is like. I mean, I didn't know what was going on. Like mm. it was all, and I reckon, like I honestly, I just, I just wanted it to go away and to yeah, get on with my yeah, life. Yeah, like yeah, I just yeah. wanted it yeah, to, yeah, yeah. and and like I said, my instinct was like I don't even, I feel guilty. Like I don't even like believe, not that I don't believe myself. I know it happened, but I don't believe that. I believe it's partly my fault because I put myself in that situation. Like that's and that when you have that belief, it's like. That I just was like embarrassed as well. I was like ashamed of the fact that I had put myself in that situation. Even though I thought I could trust this person, yeah. mm. I put myself in that situation. So, yeah. And okay, go on. And the person, obviously, you know, you know him for a while. You know him before. Yeah, I knew them. Yeah. That's mm. see, my brother was on holiday. That's crazy. And he, this was like years ago when he was sort of like eighteen, nineteen. His first sort of holiday. My older brother. Yeah. And then like. He was telling he was telling me that out there his drink got spiked, but I think he said he picked up somebody's drink. So the person I think was meant to spike a girl, right? And he's picked their drink up by accident. Where he say probably saved someone, but he was fucked like two days. He was telling me what happens like when you get spiked. Mm -hmm. Where he got spiked, my brother couldn't get out of bed for two days. So yeah. like two days of the holiday, he was just in bed, like he couldn't lift his head up. You can imagine what that does. And then if that's given to someone in a situation where that's loads but of... He, the thing is, he probably drank... Normally what happens is someone probably has a couple of sips of that yeah. before they start, but he probably yeah. Yeah, just downed the whole I thing. I think he picked up... The person, whoever they were trying to spite, he picked their drink up by accident. I, and it, like my brother was saying, like, I probably saved someone. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, probably did, but, you know, he, he could have easily... Um, the doctors were saying he could have died from that's scary though, like depending on though. the reactions your body has to it yeah that's the other thing as well like you just people, don't know people give these like you say people with these de the date rate drugs and yeah. drugs and the drinks you don't know what effect that's gonna have on someone's body all just to like rape them but you no. don't care like that they could kill them or they, they, like they, they might not wake crazy, up though. from it and all just because you wanted to get let's be honest yeah. get your end off yeah that's just mental, like it's nuts it's crazy it's, it's scary literally scary it is but i also i think there's like there's a really good book by a woman called laura bates which is called um men men who hate women i think that's what it's called and it's a really interesting book because a lot of times it's like it's much deeper than that i think people's reason it's not just like oh i want to like come it's like you know a kind of punishment thing a power thing as well sometimes people have grown up feeling powerless mm. and so it's there's lots of like intricacies to it but wow. yeah essentially essentially um brutal and and i think that i'm in a like i'm in a completely different That's space good. in my life now yeah. but yeah. what i'll say is i i really had to address it when i watched um i made this is it called this may destroy you or i may destroy you by michaela yeah. cole so when i watched that that's when it hit me like that's when i was like 
it, it came everything came back to me and that's when i was like shit i'm not okay about this because i just thought i've like pushed it to one side i've got yeah. with my life i'm good and then it was like oh actually no watching I'm that not made good. you think everything back again yeah it just came like it just came back and i was like oh wow jesus yeah it's it is crazy though because obviously when you go back to the uh self self-care and self-love you know with having confidence you know like for the industry that you're in mm. now um do you feel as well like we, if you speak briefly on mental health for example do you feel that on platforms that you've worked on is there are there protocols in place for like people with mental health because you see what happened with love island yeah obviously if you can talk about this i don't know yeah yeah, yeah. so you see where obviously with caroline flack who yeah. committed suicide and so like with tv shows previously that you've worked on are there protocols for the people working there that were like for mental health so like if you've been on something where say for example from that show you then promote it and you, you you're given a load of abuse and you mm. can't take it mm. is there like a, a procedure now in place in like most industry sort of I've, for, for mental health or i've never been on a t so i haven't done like no. a tv show like that so i don't kn i think there is i think now I, d I don't think there is legislation that says you have to but yeah. i think that most places do kind of put that in yeah. in place um but i think that i don't know if if when it comes to to mental health and it comes to kind of abuse online it's just so overwhelming that i don't know if just therapy is like the thing that's going to help i do think it comes down yeah. to like people shouldn't be able to do it like do it's not yeah go on you, there needs to be more in place i guess so that people can't do it we say it time and time again we said about the there's really one thing instagram could do tomorrow yeah it's just literally is there was a pro so you know that platform steve-o invested in oh the um is it not view is it called view view view, view something view payoff, view yeah. yeah and it's like it's like instagram mm. but what happened was is he invested money into it anyway the the app went to work it went live because we went on it to use it for the podcast but you had to register with id so right. passport or driving license provisional whatever mm -hmm. if you was under 18 to 16 i think it said because you could you could have go on it from 12 mm -hmm. although i think that should be changed to 16 mm -hmm. legally um but then you'd have like your parents ids to an, a registered address put in and that was the way they tracked it you can only make one account right yeah okay so that would be cool i do you know what though? i think it's yeah it's a tricky one isn't it because oi tricky um <laughs> no <laughs> it's, it's a tricky yeah, yeah, one yeah. because there's also i guess then it's like you know this idea that you can be tracked as well if you were i don't know if you were doing something that you deemed was was correct but, was maybe if, but, but maybe you're doing something that's just not i don't know like you're talking about something that is you think is really important but um, it's not necessarily the narrative that that app wants to push, then I've, they can block yeah. you. Like that's, I mean, I think that, but they can do that anyway. They're doing that anyway. So mm -hmm. I suppose that's, it doesn't really I make feel that much like, difference. But. I feel like as well though, with that, like people want, like for example, where you see like a lot of the racial abuse online mm -hmm. or any sorts of abuse that people get, people want to find them profiles. So they'll be like Instagram, you need to search, find this, find that. But then like, unfortunately, I think if you want that in place, it's going to have to be that way because how else are they going to find it? Do, do you get what I mean? It's like, yeah, it takes a lot because you then I suppose you have to try and find like the IP address from which did it. Yeah. And I don't know how easy it is to do that. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I know nothing about tech. <laughs> I just thought that sounded good. <laughs> but I guess you might have to do something like that to try and find it. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, there was another question that we wanted to. Baron Paul did that as well. What's that? With the... Um 
for bullying thing online. Baron Paul's account's getting taken off Instagram. You know, yeah, I saw. Yeah, I follow him because we we know his we we're friends of his brother. Right, Beryl. I don't understand why. Yeah, he does like he's got a big homeless charity for London. He does homeless food runs. His brother, yes, he's he's literally getting very a lot of uh, BBC have interviewed him. Amazing. A couple of other people he's called out MPs, but yeah, like he he put a post up the other day uh, for about the night. No, the guy getting no no. There's that one, but he did the recent one. The boy got bullied yeah. by his kids in it, and he got took took it down. I was like, as bad as un as uncomfortable as his posts to some people may think, I think it's important that they because people is. need to understand what the repercussions of it's what that does do you get what i mean yeah but the other thing you've got as well with, with instagram so my friend i think she posted on her story what someone had dm'd her or something like that which was like you know rotten like sexually graphic or whatever and because she posted it to her story she got shadow banned but she wasn't the one that he said it to her but he and she was just posting that but she got shadow banned because of it and this is the kind of lunacy it's like it's dumb, it so when you dumb. when you're it's not i'm not posting this video because i did this thing i'm posting it to highlight how bad yeah, this exactly. is and then you're the one that gets Looking, yeah it's dumb that's it's crazy dumb. It's, this is a, with paul as well it's just like he, like i said he posted boys bullying the kids and i think the parent must have responded and said oh can you take the video down duh, 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 or something like that i'm like bro like no why would i take it down if you're not yeah, but was it the parent of the kid being bullied no i think it was the other kid the other one, I can't remember. I can't remember. The, the some where were the flats it's, di it's, it's a I difficult one because when you're posting kids up yeah. on Instagram, mm. there's legal technicalities to it. I hear that. You're not no, but legally, I, legally, cool. He, yeah. But if my kids getting beaten up, bro, yeah, I Donovan. What I'm saying to you is, is, if you're under 16 years old, yeah. there's rules in media and everything for posting kids' faces online. <sighs> yeah, Unless you're in like the public eye already, because there was that thing with David Beckham, wasn't it? About him kissing his daughter oh, on the lips just yeah. as a friend, and people turned it into something not yeah. like. Yeah, but that, that all that se when people do stuff like that, it's just it's their perception, which says the problem is in their mind. Yeah. That's what I said. Uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> exactly, no, 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 I know, but exactly. that's what I said. But yeah. because but exactly. like newspapers shared it, yeah, but they're able to share it because his daughter's been in the public eye. No, already. it's not. It's because he put the picture up. Oh, he's been so I think it's like yeah. I think in that sense, it's like he's if he's put it up publicly, yeah. then yeah. they can then. Oh, like obviously, because yeah. I with that because he yeah. he's he's the guardian of his child. Yeah. So by putting it up, he's given he's his consent. permission because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. public. Because yeah, I because yeah. I work with kids coaching kids. You you have what? I have to get consent if I do like an anal uh, analysis for them, yeah. like a session we do. Yeah. I have to get consent from their parents to film them playing yeah. and anyone like to see what because they're yeah, under yeah, sixteen. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so yeah, it's the yeah. same thing with Instagram. As much as I hear, like in that sense, that's where he could probably. Yeah, that can get but I don't, but, I don't know, I, but the kid might have been 16, but I'm not too sure, to be fair. It's, I can't lie to you. It's but difficult, isn't it? Who knows, isn't it? But I just feel like it's just... Like it's you say, Instagram's so broken. You start broken. reporting people at the start. Your friend posted a video what, just of, a random of a DM of, of like, just a graphical yeah, penis. I don't think it was the penis. Uh, it wasn't a penis. It it's was what he'd said. It's something that someone oh said. Right, okay. I believe that's what it was. And then, like, she posted it and comment, like, put a comment on it. What, and she know. didn't know him? No. Do you know how many weird messages people send on Instagram? Like the the DM section is a mess. I will. That's why I came off. Of, I came off of Snapchat because all I was getting was dick pics and wanking videos, and I just thought <laughs> this isn't for me. Oh, you man need Jesus, you know? I swear. Oh, on, what, I I, what I think, what I don't get. Yeah, but that play with all due respect, yeah, yeah. And I say this in the most respectful way. That what we was talking about earlier on, where you were saying men, some men have a condition yeah. to to where you're doing self love. 
people aren't looking at you like that. No, they're know. just, do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> so then they send the messages. I think that's part and parcel. Like I've had to understand that because it used to kind of annoy no, me but, a bit, it but it's just like, I that's d- how yeah. it is. I like, disagree with it, but that's what they're thinking. I'm just yeah. putting, yeah. yeah. No, I, like, I hear that and it's, I get that. It's fucked, they're fucked. No, but, but they're fucked. But I just, how in the end. Same people just. What I decided to do, because I think what, so they, they did like a poll and there was a certain percentage of guys that knew that women would be repulsed and like upset and that's why they enjoyed doing it. Like that's why they enjoyed sending it to them. They're serial so killers. When, when I think like with um like just I'm just gonna say and I I can't speak for all women. I can only speak for myself and the other women that I've spoken yeah. to. And we seem to have like the same kind of consensus on this is that dicks are not particularly attractive, right? So to find someone's penis attractive is because you find them attractive, right? And you really and you like them, whether it's you know just sexually attractive and there's chemistry, or whether it's you're actually invested in them. That's what makes their body like attractive, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, if someone's just sending a close up of their dick, what do you think that's going to do for somebody? <laughs> like it's a random dick, and and it's not like it, you know it's not particularly attractive. I don't know how you would rate dicks. Obviously, everyone's got a different perspective of what a good dick is or a bad dick is, that's fine. What I'm saying is, that's not going to do anything for a woman. Oh, great, a picture of a penis. What am I going to do with that? So what I did do with them is I collected them all, and then <laughs> I would sit, my dad's a bit of a joker, I'd just show him and I'd let him rate them out of 10. <laughs> no? If you're going to do that, then that's what we're going to do. We're going to turn it into a game because... I, like, I'm not going to feel because it that, like to start off with it makes you feel really uncomfortable yeah. and then I'm and, and a lot of this like what I suppose what we've spoken about in this podcast is like taking back your own power I can't change the situation mm-hmm. but I can you know change my position position or perception and then feel more empowered that's it I think it's now illegal to do it though they passed in they passed something recently to send um, unsolicited like uh, graphic pictures aka dick pics is yeah, it? yeah, yeah maybe, I think they yeah. have really yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah, they've yeah. passed it, and okay. I don't like you know. I I I've spoken to loads of like my male friends, and women don't send tend to send. Mm. I'm not saying all women like we can never say all or all, all. They just don't tend to send. I find it. I pictures find of it their cringy. vaginas. I find it cringy. I can't. I've never. I can what say hand on my heart. I've never Get my sent phone. Go like that. And just be like that. <laughs> and then send. Do you know what I mean? Like what what would, what would my thought process be behind that? But oh, I, I've, I can say hand on my heart, I've never sent anyone a dick pic because I find it weird. Man, just sitting there and you're just flexing. Like, what do you do? Like, you sit there and you're just, I don't know, like, you see some people, yeah, these ones that get leaked online, there's a lot of effort that goes into it. <laughs> and they're there, like, and they're pulling a face and you're like. Yeah, but that's if their face is in it. Yeah, but. But sometimes it's just their dick. Yeah. Or, What's the point? Or they're sitting in a really awkward position like this and then. You just see like their their necks folded up here, <laughs> and they're just like. I don't know. Maybe there's uh, someone should do a guide. And look, if you're in a, you know, if someone has said that they want the picture or has asked for the picture, then that's fine. Cool. Mm-hmm. Send them the picture of your dick, but yeah. unsolicited with no request for it. Just, just don't do it. Keep your dick to yourself. If you want to film it for yourself, that's fine. I, I none of my business. On on, if you don't mind me asking, if you had to count, no, if you can't, you can't really count. Would you say a day? How many messages do you get that is just that sort of shit? And you're like, what the fuck? Not so much anymore. I really think like the more content that I do about kind of like self-love and stuff, I tend to get a lot of really respectful messages now as well. I get like great ones from women. I also get really nice ones from men as well that are just like, look, you know, it's inspirational. And also I think like sometimes 
I, I think as women, it's much easier for us to be vulnerable. So, it, you know, and I'm not saying it's easy, but it's easier, no, especially as, uh, you know, for me, as I've got older and I've got more confident. Yeah. But I think for men, it's not that easy to be vulnerable. And so, you know, very often men might be feeling a lot of pressures, mm. but they don't necessarily talk about them. And I find that quite a lot that people yeah. that men can relate to what I'm saying, whereas I didn't know that was necessarily possible before. There's a lot. Speaking of pressures. Because that's what that's what that would led on to another question. You basically opened the question up for us. Thanks. Which pressure. One? Pressure. <laughs> no, but in terms of women, like pressure, women are under. So you know, like oh, that, to get yeah. to a cer- to certain age, expected to have kids. This mm. that for you, because you're you're single, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like, and you don't have any kids. No. So, but you're happy with that the way maybe or not. Or yeah. Yeah. Look. Yeah. I'm 38. I'm single. I don't have. Um, I'd say I'm child free now. Someone corrected me on that. So you say childless, and I'm like, no, it's child free. So I was like, cool. I'll go with child free. Childless. Yeah. Um. And you know, it's. I didn't like. I said because my childhood wasn't necessarily a atypical childhood. I didn't have that kind of like. I'm going to get to a certain age. I want to be married. I was just trying to survive. And I know it sounds weird because I think people will look in on my life and be like, okay, well, she looks like she, you know, came from a like uh, an okay family and like whatever. But it, it was really difficult. Like it was a hard time. And it, I just was trying to not, not, not want to be here anymore. Cause I think there was a lot of my life where I was like, I don't, I just don't want to exist. Like none of this makes sense. Really? Shit. Yeah. It was really hard. Like it was not a nice space. How, to be in. how long ago did you, would you say that was quick? That's like in my childhood. Like that's when so you see, even if you talk back then, that was when like no one would even like the, the conversations people have now. Yeah. Yeah. So no one spoke about grief. Like no one spoke about any of that. So no. I think that, you know, it, that, like hugely impacted me and my whole kind of like life was just really crazy and chaotic so I didn't think about what my future plan is like when I was telling you about career I didn't ever really ask myself what do you want to do because I didn't I think there's a certain like from my mum dying all I wanted after she died Mm. was for her to come back Mm. and when I would spend every night when I went to bed I would cry and like scream into my pillow and just all I was doing is saying like I just want my mum back like please can I have my mum back and and all I wanted in that moment was for someone to hug me and no one ever came so I spent that I dealt with all of that by myself and so that I just didn't I don't know I just didn't have it I can I can partially relate to that but it's different because mine was my dad but obviously like it's not it's losing a parent it's losing a parent in it regardless Mm. but my dad didn't live with me which is probably one of the reasons why like it was at first not as difficult as mm-hmm. probably you had it mm-hmm. and i probably as the years went on that's when it started to eat on my brain literally yeah. like a disease it like it does it consumes you with anger rage you can go li- yeah just nuts and you know i'm not proud to say it but i took a lot of that out on my family yeah growing up seriously and it was like pff, you know i was i was a little cunt to my family when i was younger I'll be honest with you. Yeah, but you were suffering grief. And if, if I, I think it's like, if there's not stuff put in place to help you through that, yeah. like, how do see, you process see, it? See, I had counselling mm. in school, high school, yeah. This is how bad it was. I've gone in there, sat down, and they're like, yeah, so like, what's the problem um, kind of thing? Because they don't know. They, yeah. they bring these people in. They used to bring these people in, like, from councils, yeah. like, youth workers, essentially. And they wouldn't know. They wouldn't be told anything till they got there. So they turn up and give that. They I'll find out what the problem is. Blah mm. blah blah. And then, literally, it was like the most pointless conversation I had for half an hour. 
then for weeks on end this guy would just not follow me but just like he'd come outside a couple of my classes and just say are you alright and then walk off and it was a bit like no, but that's probably this not the greatest. Weird, like, that's yeah, not that's, the greatest experience in counseling, is no, it? That's really? Not mental, bro. No. But also, I think. But I've had good ones though as well. How old are you when your dad died? Ten, eleven. Yeah, so you're like ten, eleven. You're at that age of kind of turning into a teenager, and also you're like, for you, you're a boy, and you know whether even if you've got the best parents in the world. There's still loads of outside influences yeah. that tell you, as a boy, turn into a man, mm. don't cry, don't be upset, don't show emotion. And so, like, when... And also, unless someone's there to coach you mm. through grief, mm. very often when, when someone close to us dies, we look at a mirror what the behaviour is of the other people around us. And, like, for me, I didn't want to upset my dad. So I was like, right, okay, I can't. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not, I can't be upset around him because I don't want to upset him. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you hold all of that in and then it has to find ways to kind of mm. come out until you get older, I guess, and make a choice that you want to do therapy mm. and then it can actually, you can deal with it. But yeah, to, to answer your question, which I never got to, I, I, I think with the not having kids at my age and, and being single, th- this is life. Like, this is the reality of my life and it's not, I feel like a lot of my 20s was wiped out by my sister being ill and kind of being with her and I was not emotionally stable. I was not in a good place to have a relationship. Um, And then I've spent a lot of time like working on myself and getting myself into a place where I am in a really good space. So now I'm probably in the best place in in my life to actually go into a relationship like that. But we have to understand that those kind of pressures that we put on ourselves, again, they're just a program. They're just rules that somebody decided at some point to make up. And yeah, women have a biological clock, but if I don't have kids, like for me, if I don't have kids, yeah. I don't have kids. If I do, amazing. But I, I feel like it, it's not in my hands anymore. You well, know, because you're busy. It. Because you're t- always busy. Not always busy, but because you're doing so much. Could you make time for love, though? Would you? Would you make? Yeah, you I mean, it, I like I'm still dating people now. It's not like I'm not dating people. I just haven't met the right, right person. Per- and I think that you know, it's like, it's not easy necessarily to meet the right person. I don't Mm -hmm. like to say, oh, it's really hard because I feel like words are powerful. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to necessarily say that, but I think it's not that easy because I know very well now, like what my values are, what, um, you know, what I'm looking for from a relationship. So I guess I'm, I'm, and I'm happy on my own. So it means that unless it's going to be like adding something to my life, Mm. what's the point? I don't want to get into a relationship just for the sake of getting into a relationship. I don't need to. Yeah, because you're, you're you're blessed with you right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I want the right relationship now. Cool, that's it. Cool. No, nah, that is a very, true. very positive like sort of outlook to have on it as well. Yeah. Because for me, like say years, like now I've been in a relationship for four years. Probably I was probably more miserable single. Like I'm happy now, but but everyone's different. Everyone's though. different. Everyone's like different. for me, I prefer I prefer it like being in a relationship mm. and stuff. And but everyone's different. Like and there's no right or wrong way to do it. No, there isn't. But and you don't need to be happy to be in a relationship. No, but you also, I feel like it's important to um, to look at why you're not happy when you're single. Because yeah. for me, it's like, I, I used to feel like that. So I used to feel like I need a relationship to be happy. Like yeah. I need it. It's going to make me feel better. I need yeah. someone needs to like save me or someone needs to do this or I need this or I need that. Yeah. And then, you know, then I started to look at myself and I'm able to fulfill like my own needs. Oi, oi. But not just like that, but um, <laughs> on every level. So it yeah. means that I'm not, I don't need a relationship. I want a relationship. And I feel like yeah. creating yeah, 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 a good relationship with yeah. yourself yeah. Th- is the building blocks and foundations for everything else. If you come in as two individual whole people, 
you're not going to end up getting like codependent on each other super attached to each other mm. but you can just be there to support each other and mm. and i think some you know that it kind of tips the balance sometimes either way like some mm. person gives a bit more some person takes a bit more some person and it's just very like supportive but you understand that you're two well-rounded individuals mm. that's the kind of relationship that i want that's good no that is sick but to be honest with you i think um obviously we're running out of time as well um you've but had enough of me of my waffling no not done not even <laughs> not even do you know what though what big respect to you i know you probably don't want to they're, they're kind of well done like i'm not a fucking teacher but <laughs> i'm saying like what you just said earlier on i don't know how you say that on camera like fair enough fair play you know with the thing about rape and that's nuts it's nuts you've never said it before as well like mm. but you know i think as well it's important because i know you've done quite a few podcast mm. sort of last couple of weeks isn't it yeah a lot about death why death because th the reason that a lot of oh no about death, i know why yeah. death but i mean as in like when when you said you was doing it i thought it was from a point of view of, at first i was like does is it to do with the fear of death or like right. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So the first one wasn't actually a podcast. It's a Radio 4, BBC Radio 4 documentary, and it's called Approaching the Age Mum Died, and it's hosted by my friend um, Jack Shepherd. And so I was like one of the contributors. So we had this conversation because she lost her mum at the same age as I lost my mum. Wow. And the the thing is, we were talking about like what it's like to lose a parent. I'll try not to make, I'll try and make this quick because I know we're at the end. But, no, 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 go um, But I think that it, it's because I'm so comfortable talking about what's happened now. Yeah. And it's because I have managed to kind of, I have managed to grieve for my mum, even though it happened years after she died. Yeah. And because I, it, I used my sister's death as a reason to change my life for yeah, the yeah. better. Yeah. So when I talk about death, I guess my outlook on it is that sometimes the worst things that happen to us, mm -hmm. we, we can choose to make them the best things mm. by what we do next and how we allow them to impact our life. Definitely. So that was one thing. The other um, podcast was talking about death because the only regret I have in my life is that I didn't speak to my sister about the fact that she was dying before was she died. Was that with Youth, youth Hub? No, that was with um, uh, Fu uh, Future Dreams. It's a breast cancer charity. So I just did that um, this week. So those two are both this week. And Future Dreams, so on the podcast with me were two women, one who has secondary breast cancer, so it's terminal, and then another lady who had primary breast cancer, but is in hopefully is in remission now. So to hear for me to be able to say, you know, from my side of the story, like I wanted to have this conversation with my sister, but I didn't know how to breach it. And I mm. was and for them on the other side to hear how lonely it is for them because no one wants to go there with them because no one wants to acknowledge that that's even a possibility. So mm. everyone will say to them, let's not think about that now. You know, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen for ages. So to hear that, you know, they feel shut, like kind of shut down and, and on their own because they don't want to bring anyone else down by how saying they're scared. How many brothers, sisters had and do you have, if that makes sense? So I have my older sister, then there's me and then my younger brother. Yeah. So I've got my brother and my dad left now. Does your, does your, does your brother, because you've obviously dealt with it by the sounds of it really mm. well. Mm. Not I don't know how you really want to describe well, mm. but you know what I mean? Mm. It's like mm. you kind of cope, find your way to mm. cope with it, but... Your brother and your dad, do they find it a lot hard to deal with it a lot harder than you? Or, I mean, I I can't speak for them. I would say that yeah, I think yeah. they have. It, that it has been harder. For Probably them. more your dad than anything because yeah. he comes from a different generation. generation yeah, and but, that generation. But is, what I will 
what I will say about my dad is that he is just an incredible character. Like yeah. he is one of the funniest, most um, eccentric people that I know, and he's brilliant. And he, what he's achieved in his lifetime, mm. I think is incredible. Considering what he's been through, he's lost, you know, he's kind of soulmate, and he's lost his daughter. And he still manages. I mean, he's seventy and he still works now. Not because he has to, because he loves it. Like he's so ambitious. What 70. does he do? Um, him and my brother have a business and they buy and renovate barns and yeah. turn them into houses. And he's incredibly ambitious. And I just think, you know, at seventy, he's just like full of life. And he's in. Um, they're in the Maldives at the moment, living life. Keep getting some videos and pictures of them. No invite. Huh? No invite. No invite. No. It's not. <laughs> sorry, it's not my brother and my dad. It's my brother and my dad and his girlfriend. Oh right. Okay. okay, okay. Be a bit weird. Yeah. I just tagged along. Brother and dad. Just, dad wheel. Yeah, <laughs> brother and dad just snaked, snaked <laughs> no, you and no, just no, went to them. Maldives. But yeah, so they're they're there in the Maldives. But yeah, they're like, uh, they're cool. They're is good. Is your dad happy with with Nikki? Yeah. 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 He's yeah. good. And and I think you know he's. I'm just proud of him because he's he could have given up. A lot How of long has he life. been with her for? Years. Eight, eight years. Eight years. Seven eight years. I think. Yeah. 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 Do you, do you have good relationships? I was going to ask you with her. Yeah. 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 I do have a good relationship with her. Um. Yeah. And then th- I had a stepmom before that as well for 23 oh, years. Wow. Yeah. That oh, must. Wow. Be, see, because you've grown up without a mum, that must have been different. Well, to a certain age, without your mum, mm. that must be difficult because you have a stepmom and then for 23 years and she. And then you go from talking to them so much to, I don't know if you still do, but it's one of them. She, my stepmom moved in six months after my mum died. It's a little bit of a strange situation. Yeah, that's mental. Um, yeah. I, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and I still speak to her now. I do still speak to her now. And the relationship hasn't always been easy, but I do still speak to her, yeah. Yeah, it was difficult. Like, so she moved in six months after your mum passed away. Mm. So how did that make you feel? I know you must have been pissed. No, as a kid, I was, my sister was pissed. But yeah. I was just like, I was quite a soft like yeah. child as well i just yeah. i just wanted to be everyone to be happy okay do and you I have like quite would you say you've got quite a uh now is there like a bond there between you or is it just a verbal relate like messaging and no i see re- i'll see her on yeah. wednesday like w- yeah i mean oh really you know she's part yeah. like a huge part of my of my life yeah. um mm-hmm. so it's for 23 years she's yeah. in my she sees you yeah. like a daughter as well yeah yeah okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah yeah so um and i mean it's longer than that now so what i was like nine so it's almost like 30 years yeah okay that she's kind of or 10 she's been in my life so wow you know that's a it's a long time isn't it to know somebody to just yeah. kind of like yeah. ne- never speak to them again yeah, i think yeah, would yeah, be really yeah, strange true. yeah yeah that's cool no that's that is that is mental though i can't lie do, do you know what it is yeah when when you talk when you talk to people on camera and stuff in it but just you know you f- some of the stuff people go through and you just sit here and think it's mad you go through so much yeah, and people like people say oh, I'm stressed because I didn't get paid Pe- no no what? no but people will watch this and go I can't believe that you've gone because of how you are online which is just obviously you post a lot of your content so it's normally laughs and so people are going to look at that and go what the fuck like, yeah, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean yeah, and yeah. with the most respectful way I mean that but yeah no um, what was I going to say do you want to shout your socials out as well we let the guests do that thanks no worries. you can't be bothered to write them down <laughs> how can we make this as easy as possible for ourselves i know we'll just get them to introduce yeah. themselves we'll get them yeah. to shout themselves out do so your thing, i do your thing i am mostly active on instagram and it's at miss clara hermit which i hate but somehow because I, I, I want it to just be clara hermit but i managed to 
do that years ago the clara hermit one and then i can't i no, I don't i can't ever get back into it and they haven't ever taken it down so i can't switch my name back to just clara hermit oh. i did speak to someone at instagram about it but then they gave me a blue tick so now apparently if you change your name you, it, you have to get re-verified anyway i'm just leaving it it's oh, miss clara miss hermit Cla oh, that's no it's staying like that that's cool. it done <laughs> even when i'm an old lady i'm still going to be miss clara hermit that's it done so um and youtube is clara hermit everything else is just clara hermit youtube tiktok I'm there. Clear hermit. Dancers um, on TikTok. Or? I don't. I can't dance a shit. I can like if I'm in a club, like I'm on. I can hold like a rhythm. That's fine. And I can kind of <laughs> like, I can move and I can make up my own moves. If I try and copy somebody else, there's a blockage in my brain where I cannot get my body to do what I'm seeing someone else. I can't translate it. I can't. Yeah. I can't do it. It's hilarious. My friend, uh, London Hughes. Shout out London Hughes. Um, who's a an incredible comedian and actress. Years mm -hmm. ago, she took me to a um, a dance class, <laughs> and honestly, she I think she couldn't. She just she was fine and good, and yeah. I was just I, like they're going right, I'm going left, they're going forwards, I'm going backwards. Like I just can't, and it's so embarrassing. I'm just like, do you know what? I'm, I'm out. I'm not a dancer, so no TikTok dances. Sorry to disappoint. Nah, so right. yeah. we got TikTok purely for the podcast. Um, if anyone's doing dances on this, Donovan, what? not me. Donovan, you're right at dancing. Because remember what we done in Instagram hey, Live? Hang on, no, no, no we just need to pick this up. No, no, you need to hear this. We done, during lockdown, they done the Instagram Live. Brother, there's a, there's a video right of Donovan doing the robot. Why are you embarrassed No, I'm not. I'm looking at the record. The record is nice. <laughs> why don't you just own it? No, own it. Just, Look, if you can do the robot, that's a good. Uh, the, my only dance movie is a chuck What is it? Do you remember the song Timberland? Do you remember the song by Timberland? Which one? What, how did it go? You know what a song it is as well. There's a song Timberland dance. Bounce. Bounce. Okay, it's yeah. So you dance, you dance, you dance that on Instagram yeah. live in a competition. Did you win that? No. Oh, just dancing. He's just, just dancing. dancing. He was Wait, the guy time. that he was dancing against. No, he was sick, man. Yeah, he was a mad dancer. But I think he was in the papers though. Riz, Riz. He t he had, he had um. What are you trying to say? He had lots of support. No, no, no. He no, no, no. He done um. What's it called? No, he done he done um. What's the the balloons thing, the canister thing? Well, what, 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 that's not a good thing. No, 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 no. I mean, he, it was in the pit. I mean, as in like. He what are you trying to say? Now you're trying to no, no. <laughs> tarnish his reputation. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, basically, it was in the papers that he took a lot of um the canister thing and it must have hurt his arm more. It must. Have, I think it was on the news as well. You must have seen it. He's just trying to do no. I'm not blame his character. I swear, now. I'm not. I'm Didn't not. Even happen. <laughs> oh my! But anyway, yeah, he did that. And I'll whatever. teach you the chuff puppet, and then you can be. Right, show me, time. show me this. No, chuff I'm not going to show it. Show no, me, I'll show, show you it. off camera. Why is it not it? No, it's not for. It's not for everyone. Okay, cool. Okay. I'll show you. Then you oh. can. Oh. oh, camera. Okay, cool. We can do that. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. How that's do you fine. end it? Do you say goodbye? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just testing something. <laughs> do you know what happened last week? We done a no. We done a podcast. Yeah. No, 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 no. Listen, this is embarrassing. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's Hebs, Hebs. I am he like he Hebs is a uh, sort of a presenter that we've had on yeah. like twice. Really cool. I've seen her. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we we're talking. Um, it was a mad day. He was running late, and so but I was like, we'll just do one. We'll talk for half an hour. Just whatever. So I'm sitting there after half an hour, and I'm watching the camera. The camera's got no lights on it, and I'm thinking, no, nah, this ain't right gone over there and literally half an hour of the conversation was not recorded at all that wasn't going it is now obviously yeah but now ever since then i've had a blockage in my yeah, brain where <laughs> i get paranoid and i have to check the cameras 
Well, you've waited. You've waited a bloody hour and a half. No, to I check know because you know what? I just sat there and I'm going. I didn't check it at the start. Can you imagine, brother? Can you imagine if none of that was on camera? No, at least just all audio. Obviously, and the audio's on. I was supposed to, and then yeah. we'd have to just do it again really quickly. I'd be like, yeah. So basically, <laughs> no, it's not the same. Then it's just forced. <laughs> it's like it's, it's scripted. Yeah, it's Can't crap. Do it. Then it's like ah, oh. but yeah, no. Um, follow the socials. Waffle Top PC for Instagram. Waffle Top Podcast for YouTube. Anchor because we're not on SoundCloud anymore. We've changed. And Spotify. Um, Apple Music, we're working on. It's coming out soon. It's your fault. That's not my that. fault. It's your fault, bro. Okay. It's his fault. Yeah, it is my fault. fault. Yeah. Fault. Apple Music soon. Um, and make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for coming on today as well. No worries. Really appreciate it. And um, yeah, we'll see you all soon. Thank you. Take care.